Building any new business in the center of venture capital, I am Alex Edmonds. People on the internet call me Supreme Rum Ham, and this is the Building an Indie Business podcast, recorded in the Indie Business Studio. Okay, so today, um, I'm going to do a revenue research piece on smashing themes. Um, because I have to create content related to smashing themes to get backlinks for smashing themes. And so I'm going to write a revenue research piece on smashing themes as content. So yeah, yeah, let's get into it. So expenses, um, so smashing themes is a um a shopify store so the expenses um you have with a shopify store are the domain you know smashingthemes.com the hosting fees uh to have the ability to um have a shopify store you have to pay shopify for that privilege yes and then plugins so similar to wordpress and my problems with WordPress, um, Shopify is run on plugins, so instead of just like, you know, letting a picture zoom, you have to find a zoom plugin for your website, but I actually don't know about, um, the zoom on Shopify, I was talking about WordPress, anyways, you you see that's, that's a point of anger for me, yeah, so to recap, the expenses are the domain, the hosting fees, and the plugins that you would use. Okay. Revenue reducers, reducers, reducers. Okay. So, um, you have the transaction fees. So those are, you know, uh, Shopify, the credit card percentage that I'm always talking about. Damn it. Okay. And then affiliates. So you can have an affiliate program on Shopify and get people to um, sell your stuff for you. And then they get a percentage of each sale. So um, that that 15 to 25% that you, that the affiliate would get is a revenue reducer. It's something you can avoid, but in a, it's an expense that happens, right? Okay, um, also, um, a final revenue reducer is maintenance for customers. Um, so, you know, sometimes there might be an error that comes up, um, for one of the themes that you build, and you have to go handle that. That's time, that's effort, that's something that, yeah, you know, you have to spend time and effort doing and that's that's money time is money so that's a revenue reducer okay um speaking of revenue how do you make revenue with a shopify theme store great question um actually it's a a shopify store that sells themes anyways so there's the one-time purchase um yeah that's it for now the one-time purchase but there's revenue ideas, right? So eventually you can build 
more, um, you know, you can build more themes, blah, blah, blah. And then you move into subscriptions, right? So you create like a Shopify plugin yourself and charge a monthly fee for people to use that theme, right? Not theme, that, um, that subscription service, right? And then also another revenue idea is um, bulk orders. So there are people that want to start like a WordPress website and I'm building themes for them. Maybe there's like a company that wants to build, you know, three to five Shopify or WordPress um, websites and I can accommodate them, right? So give them a bulk discount um, and cater to their needs, right? Yes. Okay. And another revenue idea. So um, the revenue idea is upgrades. So what that means is you have the basic theme and then as you upgrade it, it's not like your original product isn't um it isn't like oh it, it isn't a lifetime product right so every time there's an upgrade it's a new product and uh you can give a discount for people that bought the existing um theme like maybe you charge ten dollars for the upgrade but if you already have this theme it's five dollars right so that's another way to bring in revenue just have the basic and then upgrade it right okay growth so um so how do i grow uh smashing themes from you know one-time purchases to more revenue that's a great question um the first thing that i thought of is hire theme developers so you know i can only work so fast right but if i hire more people that'll scale uh my product inventory in quotes and that would bring more people to the website because I have everything SEO'd um, and hopefully get more sales. In theory, I would get more sales, right? Okay. Another revenue, or not growth idea I have is to um, expand to different platforms and different themes, right? So there's, there's WordPress, but also there's Shopify itself where I can learn to create Shopify themes. There's Ghost. Um, there's Drupal. Drupal? Yeah, that's how you pronounce it. Um, so that's another way to grow. Okay. Then there is Web3. And I put Web3 question mark. Um, because I don't know. Um, I'm actually going to do an episode on this. Um, but... I don't know if there's like a platform for web three web development where I can create themes for web three people. Um, so yeah. Okay. And then another growth opportunity is courses teaching other people. So what I can do is basically like what I did for the open podcast book where I just wrote a bunch of content. And then I put it together and I put it in a book, right? So 
Um, I could write all this content and then write a book. And I'm going to do another episode on this also. But, you know, in, in theory, more content will bring in more people. Um, and that's another way to grow, right? But you can say that's SEO. But, you know, whatever. And then partnerships. So there's competition um, in the theme building community. Theme building community. Um, and I could partner with them and, you know, expand my audience, right? Okay. Problems. Okay. As I just said, competition, right? So how do you navigate that competition? My solution is SEO, of course. So making it so people can find me on Google when they research like WordPress themes. I want to show up there, right? Um, there's also paid media. You know, I work in paid media and I can take that knowledge and apply it to WordPress themes. And then um, that's another way to stand out because, you know, I get one of those first four um, spots on Google when I use paid media. So that's another way. Um, there's also marketplaces. So there's a bunch of places where people can look to find WordPress themes. And I can also put my themes on those marketplaces and stand out um, on those marketplaces. And I use SEO and my knowledge of SEO to come up first when people search WordPress themes on those platforms. And it doesn't cost me anything to be put on those marketplaces, right? And I can always link people back to uh, smashing themes, right? So when they want um, tips and services, they come back to me and not whatever marketplace I put the web or my themes on. Okay. And then another one of my solutions is to niche down. So I can specifically build themes on WordPress for a specific niche like indie makers or uh, food bloggers, people like that. And that way it's not very broad. It's a small audience. And when I get one, you know, indie maker, they will tell their friends and that's how I grow. Right. Okay. Um, another problem is there are only a few platforms that cater to digital th- downloads. So this is a problem because obviously WordPress themes are digital and I have to um, take another step or extra steps to um, you know, make my theme or my website look nice, right? So the solution to this problem is to um, take things in my own hand and customize you know, my website as much as possible, you know, there are, there are themes on Shopify that, you know, they're mostly meant for drop shipping websites or, um, product or like physical product websites. So I can take one of those and just, 
um, figure out what I need to add and then go in the back end of Shopify and write that stuff myself or create that stuff myself, right? Okay. Returning customers is another problem I'm thinking of right now. Um, so once people buy my theme, in theory, they don't need another one, right? Because I built the perfect theme in theory. So that's all they need. So how do I get returning customers? And the solution to this problem is to um, offer services. So like maintenance or just teaching people how to use different features of the platform. So yeah, that's one thing. And then every platform is different, right? So when I expand to other platforms from WordPress to Shopify to Drupal to another platform that I can think of right now, you know, they all have their uniqueness, let's say. And the solution to that problem is to connect with people on every platform. Um, like the, the platform, um, like people at the companies, right? People at WordPress, people at Shopify, um, join committees or whatever and influence their policies to make every platform as I want and fix the problems that I want to be fixed, which would make my life easier, right? Okay. And then another platform or another problem that I'm thinking of or having is uh, pricing. I don't know what um, I should be pricing my products at. And the way to you know, overcome this issue is to research the competition. So, you know, look at independent um, Shopify stores that also sell WordPress themes and see how much they're charging for. They're, they're pricing their products, not charging for. Um, look at all those theme marketplaces and see how much they're charging and then undercut them because there's extra fees when it comes to marketplaces, right? So, yeah. That's the problems that I've run into. Speculation. Um, there's lots of competition out there, and I need to make myself stand out, right? So um, offer services, use SEO, use paid media. Those are things that um, the people that run um, Shopify theme or Shopify stores that sell themes, they might have issues with. Um, paid media is a skill, right? So I have that skill. I can use it to my advantage and that way I stand out because I can use my paid media skills to be at the very top of the search results and people will click on it and they won't even bother scrolling down, right? So I stand out like that. And also another thing I'm thinking of is that social media promotion isn't enough. So now um, my product is not written, right? It's not, um, it's not a book. Um, so that might not look as good on um, Twitter and I have to use other platforms, but, you know, I don't know how well 
images of websites will do. So I don't think social media promotion isn't going to be isn't going to be useful to me. But I don't know. I have to research this. I haven't yet. Okay. And then I have other speculations. So um the rainforest website, which I've never used that um phrase on the podcast before, but the rainforest website that we all know and dislike at least on this podcast. Um people are looking to get away from that website, right? Um and then they'll go to me because I am just one guy and they know that because I present myself on the website as one guy, right? Um and then also the rainforest website doesn't really cater to niche digital products. So they sell like gift cards and things like that, ebooks, but they don't sell um, WordPress themes and I can use that to my advantage. And I don't have to worry about them, you know, starting to create WordPress products and taking over whatever market share I get. It's not even market share, whatever sales I get. I don't want mark like a significant amount of market share. I don't want 1% of the WordPress theme industry. Like if I'm making 5 to 7,000 a month, I'm okay with that. And that's not even that's like 0.000001% of the WordPress theme market. Yeah. Um okay. Risks. What are the risks? What are the rules? Okay. So one risk that I will encounter is platform changes. So, you know, I don't own WordPress, so they make decisions without me, right? And I have to deal with those changes and learn how to navigate them. And so I might have to make a change to all my existing products. And that's, sorry, that's a risk I'm going to have to deal with, right? And then platform controls. They might just, you know, decide that smashingthemes.com, all their themes are trash. And if anyone uses that, they might have an issue, right? Okay. And another risk I'm taking is that people might not trust a new store. So I have to figure out a way to build trust on um, the store and use that to make more sales, right? And then another thing I'm hearing that's kind of risky but not too much is uh, seasonal traffic. So I've been hearing because I've been reading and consuming Shopify content is that um, there's like a time when specifically people want to they really get into e-commerce and building stores um, and um, that's seasonal traffic so I have to figure out how to navigate around the off season right so that's risky because one month I might be making three thousand dollars a month and then the next month because it's out of season, I might be making a thousand. You know, that's something I have to think about.
Okay, my opinion. The reason why I like digital products is because I hate shipping. So having a store that sells WordPress themes, a digital product, is great. So yeah. Um, another thing that I have thought about is that as WordPress or Shopify grows, um, that creates more demand for my products. So that's great. Yes. Okay. And then I've always had issues with marketplaces where I don't control the margins. So I will sell something for $100, but then they change their fee structure. And I used to be making $80 from that. And then all of a sudden, I'm making $70. But here, with my own Shopify store, the costs are fixed and I can control the margins, right? Okay. And then with selling something on Shopify and um, selling WordPress products, I have a lot of reading material. So when I get stuck, I can always just Google my problem and there will be a solution, right? So that's great. That's fantastic. Okay. And then the growth of my store benefits the platforms. So as my store grows on Shopify, um, that benefits them because they take fees, right? So um, there's a lot of reading material and I can always reach out to Shopify and the people that work at Shopify and they will help me fix any problem that I have, right? Okay. And then there are many marketing options, you know, SEO, email, paid media, social. And um, I at one point had a Rainforest um, store, right? Um, I also started dabbling in the yellow and green and red, um, you know, um, like auction website. And I didn't own the data. No, I didn't have as many options as I did for um, marketing. Like, uh, they don't give you the emails, right, of um, of the customers. So I couldn't promote um, my products on with through email, right? And then I couldn't SEO the product pages um, because I didn't have access to the back end, right? And that goes along with now on Shopify, I own the data of the customer so I can send emails. I have access to the back end. I can SEO the website, um, paid media, whatever. I can create ads. Um, social's always there. That's one good thing about social. Okay. So the reason why um, my Rainforest website no longer, or my Rainforest store no longer exists is because it got deleted. And with Shopify, there's hardly any risk of that. I have to be doing something really shady for Shopify to delete my store. But selling WordPress themes is not very shady unless I somehow make it shady, which I won't. So that's something. Okay. And so I've dabbled in the Rainforest website. When I was 19, I had a store selling t-shirts on a platform. Um, I had three different stores on three different platforms. 
and um, one, all my products got, my, my best sellers got deleted, and that took a chunk out of my revenue, uh, so that sucked. That's another thing that I think of when I think of deleted, and um, there was a lot of marketplace, yeah, marketplace algorithms, so as you sold more products, your rank in their algorithm went up, so I was on the third page and I started making sales and then I got on the first page and that's the same thing with the rainforest website and other marketplaces they have algorithms that you know yeah um, and then I can accept any currency that I want that's another benefit um, you know I can accept crypto I can accept euros I can accept my native currency so yeah and then, I've already talked about this, but the Rainforest website can't sell or doesn't want to sell digital products, so that gives me an advantage, and that's something I don't have to worry about. Okay. Um, that's all I have for this episode. Super long. Um, thank you for listening. If you made it to this part, um, let me know. Um, you know, email me, tweet me, e-commerce stuff, or e-commerce revenue research, those three words. Thank you for listening. Have a nice day. Bye.